Hey, Close Monday listeners, you can find us every Wednesday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. All right, guys, Close Monday, Wednesday, April 26th, and let's just dive right in. We don't have time to waste today because we are less than a month away from the National Restaurant Association show, which is effectively our Super Bowl. And I know a lot of you guys haven't bought your tickets yet. If that's the case, what are you waiting for? Number one, right? Because this is our, this is, this is, this is where everything's going down. This is where you're going to make connections. You're going to learn about new things. You're going to be inspired. You're going to bring that inspiration back to your business. And, and that's what this is all about. You need that inspiration every once in a while. And if you do one thing a year, make it this. It's not too late. There's a link in my bio and link in the show notes here where you can save a couple bucks um, on your ticket. So take advantage of that while you can. Uh, today, we're talking about the Kitchen Innovation Awards. I've got two of the judges with me. Uh, these awards are being handed out at the show. And these guys will be on hand along with the companies that make this technology. Um, so again, another reason to be there, make these connections, have the conversations and learn about what, what's going on. Um, Jim Thorpe, senior food service designer from Aramark and Dick Eisenbarth. He's a president emeritus from Cine Little International. They're two of the judges. They know all about this stuff. This is what they're doing year round. They're dealing with restaurant technology, back of the house technology. So they know their stuff. And I think you're going to learn about how you can implement this at your business. Regardless if you have one unit or 100 units, this is what's important right now is technology and just making yourself aware of what's happening. So make yourself aware, listen to these guys, get a little bit of an education, check out the website. There's some great information on the uh, National Restaurant Association show website uh, regarding these products. There's videos on how they work. It's really incredible. Some of the AI stuff is mind-blowing mind-blowing and, and this if you guys think about like the fact that this is like the worst this technology is going to be just think about where we're go where we're headed right i mean doesn't it seem like this ai robot thing has happened in the last four months like where's it going to be in the next year two years three years four years all right so now's the time pay attention kitchen innovation award judges jim thorpe dick eisenbarth check it out when i had my first restaurant one of the biggest challenges i had was attempting to grow the business while running the existing units if this sounds like you, don't you wish you had an expert to help guide you and navigate the challenges that you face? Well, Four Turns is here to help. They're the nationwide restaurant growth advisory firm. They know the restaurant industry because they've owned and operated their own establishments. They've worked with restaurants of all shapes and sizes, from independent mom and pops to fast casual chains to bars to nightclubs and fine dining establishments. Our team of experienced consultants can help you with everything from marketing and branding to operations and financial planning. And unlike a lot of other consultants that maybe you've spoke to before, this is not a, a one-size-fits-all solution. We're not just dropping spreadsheets and, and videos on you that we think works for everybody. That's not the case. Instead, we take the time to understand your unique challenges and goals and then tailor our approach to meet your needs. We're sitting side-by-side -side with you at the conference table, maybe, maybe on a Zoom or, or Microsoft meetings, but you know what I mean. We're right there with you. We will provide the support and expertise you need to take your business to the next level. Now, for some of you, next level could be just, you know, fix the existing operations of the current unit. For some of you, it may be growing to 100 units. Either way, we're going to ride shotgun with you in the car to make it happen. So if you're ready to take the next step, why don't you jump on a free call? Click the link in my bio over on Instagram or in the bottom of the show notes and schedule a free call and we will just 
figure it out together, figure out what your needs are. And look, our goal is not to have these one-off consulting jobs. Our goal is to help you get to where you want to go. So like I said, if it's just improve your existing operations or to grow to multiple units or start to franchise or say, hey, we want to build the 10 units and sell this thing, that's what we're going to help you do. So click the link in the show notes, head over to Instagram, click the link in my bio and set up your free call today. All right, guys, welcome back to the Close Monday podcast. And keeping with the theme of the National Restaurant Association show, uh, one of the things that is happening at the show, if you guys have been there before or if you haven't been there, uh, you should know about the Kitchen Innovation Awards. Uh, this is all about back-of-the-house innovation, which focuses on improving operations, can help restaurants generate growth with automation, sustainability, efficiency, space saving, and all that fun stuff. And I got two experts with me today who are actually judging this innovation. Thank you for joining me, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Of course. Rich, you want to start out with the introduction? Tell us a little bit who you, about who you are, and, and uh, we'll get started. Yeah, no, I'm Richard Eisenbarth. I'm uh, with uh, Senior Little International. Uh, we're food service consultants uh, worldwide. Uh, we do all kinds of design work from anywhere from small uh, mom pa operations up to theme parks like Universal Studios. Uh, and uh, this is uh, something I've always enjoyed doing. I've been doing it for 45 years, went through the ranks from operations into design and ended up as uh, president and CEO of the company. And then just recently uh, stepped back to do all the fun stuff, uh, wow. came back into design rather than managing people. So enjoy it. I mean, you certainly sound like you've seen seen it all from the back of the house. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who better to speak about that than somebody who's been in a theme park and in a mom and pop kitchen? Uh, Jim, tell us a little bit about you and, and, and what you're all about. Oh. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. You're on mute, Jim. Oh, you're on mute there, Jim. There we go. All right. There we go. My name's Jim. Sorry about that. Uh, my name's Jim Thorpe. I work for Airmark. Uh, I've been 30 years in the business. I'm in charge of our uh, equipment specifications, designs, brand concepts, uh, everything from front of the house and back of the house operations. Right. And as we mentioned on, on the we had like a little prep call before this, guys. And Jim said he speaks to chefs all day long. And uh, I I feel for you. I know what that's like. I know. <laughs> I love working with chefs. Uh, I'm a fellow chef, so I could say that, I feel yeah. like. I got a little bit of alumni card. So um, shout out to all you chefs out there. But you're uh, sometimes a handful to deal with. Uh, all right, let's jump into it. You know, kitchen innovation, I think there's a lot of conversation now around technology, cost-saving features, space-saving, sustainability, as we alluded to early on. But Richard, I'm going to ask you first, what, what does it mean to be innovative when it comes to kitchen equipment and technology? What, what kind of things do you consider when you're evaluating an innovative product? Well, I personally really uh, look at uh, labor savings as the, the number one item yeah. that I look at. And, you know, as uh, what we have found uh, is that uh, there's there's a lot of uh, equipment has evolution uh, to it, but not necessarily innovation. And so we look for mm. something that is really kind of the, the newest thing since sliced bread uh, when we look at uh, at a at a product. And, uh, and we, uh, Jim and I, and the rest of the judges, uh, many times uh, 
we look at something and say, well, this is a great product. There's a lot of, um, of evolution to it. You know, like a new controller or they switched the door hinge or something like that. But they hadn't really looked at, well, what is uh, really the, the innovative part of the equipment. And so what we really saw, I thought, at least from my perspective, I saw this year was a, a, a real introduction of robotics and uh, artificial intelligence. Mm. So I think that's really what kind of set this year apart. I don't know if Jim feels the same way, but um, that's how I felt about it. Jim, what, what do you think? How, how do you yeah. evaluate these things? Uh, basically, same way uh, Dick does. Um, when I, I look the, uh, especially this year, it was definitely robotics and AI. That's a big a big improvement in that category this year from um, just automating the how fry processes, pizza processing, um, even like coffee, uh, automated robot coffee that can get every kind of pieces, of, you know, all kinds of different kind of kombuchas, nitros, you know, all your coffee goods. Um, so that was very interesting this year. Um, it's just, I don't know, we're like geeks with this stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, we, we look yeah. for new technology and we, we have to look at it as a practical sense. So we see a piece of, this is really innovative. Where does this work? Which segment does this work? Does this work for mom and pop stores? Does this work for a big manufacturing kitchen that's pumping out colleges and stuff like that? Right. So that's what we kind of look at with the innovations. But uh, a lot of it's labor savings. It has it's A lot of it's based on labor sa savings, ease of use, and footprint. So yeah. A lot of the newer stuff coming in, smaller footprints. Can, can knock out a lot of food, quality food product. Yeah, I think the footprint thing is important because, you know, given the events of the last couple of years, some concept have realized that I can do with less space, right? Like I don't need as much, I don't need 2,500 square feet with a thousand square feet in the back. I only need maybe 800 square feet. So that savings in the kitchen is a big deal. Um, do you guys have any products that you remember or any product from this year actually that um, really stand out as being something that really kind of like blew you back, like wow, this is this is a major change into what we've seen previously. Nope. Oh, I think you're you're on mute. You're on mute, Rich. I think we we were a part of your voicemail right there. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no worries. Yeah. A anything that anything that stands out from this year's uh, selection of, of of innovations? Well, I would say uh, the robotics uh, in particular. Um, you know, I, I I thought it was really pretty uh, pretty interesting. Uh, um, you know, I would say the, and the uh, AI, like uh, twelve of the products, I thought uh, awardees uh, uh, had some sort of AI application. I guess the one that really kind of uh, I, I really kind of thought this is really pretty cool was uh, uh, Latosa's intelligent uh, French fry robotic solutions, mm. and uh, and basically what it's doing is you know we're taking the fry from uh, the, the the freezer compartment, um, putting it into the basket and putting it into the fryer, and then dumping it into uh, the the fry station and. And what I thought was, what really kind of set it apart for me is the next phase of this was, okay, multiple products that you could possibly use, like maybe onion rings or uh, mozzarella sticks, that type of thing, and then the bagging of the operation. So 
when I see innovations, a lot of times here it's like that's not the end result. It's that's just the beginning of what can go uh, forward with the product. So yeah. th that is just one in particular that, that I saw. Yeah, and by the way, guys, um, I'll throw this out again later. I'll link it in the show notes. But if you go to nationalrestaurantshow.com backslash kitchen hyphen innovation hyphen awards hyphen 2023, you can see all these products. And the one you just uh, mentioned there, the intelligent French fry robotic solution is really, I mean, that's something that looks like from the Jetsons, right? I mean, this is something that we all kind of dreamt about and, and, and made jokes about it for a long time. But now now it seems like a real reality. Jim, is there anything that stands out for you amongst this crew? Yes, I really like, um, as Dick said, we see evolution all the time. So last year, Toro Chef brought in the Plexor, which is a three-level rapid cook oven that was ventless. So you mm. can have a conveyor, a convection, and a combi kind of all in one footprint. Mm. This year they came out with the M2, which is a two-deck one, which is easier and a space saver where you can put it on the back. Just think of a barista, for example, or uh, that has a Murray chef and they're just heating up a sandwich or, you know, any kind of pastry. This M2 would have two layers where you can actually have a conveyor to do pizzas or sandwiches and then have the bottom as a wrap-it up. And it's just very versatile. And I know for me, we're already starting to implement this into our processing because it it eliminates it makes it easier and also you can get more product and a throughput through that machine yeah i'm looking at it now i mean it says that it's uh, just under 27 inches uh with two full-size cooking cavities that's that's pretty incredible um again i, I think that the, the space savings is what really blows me away is what they're able to accomplish with, with such smaller technology, which I don't know why it surprised me. That's kind of the way technology goes, right? It goes really big, then it goes really small, and we're all super impressed. Can you guys share some examples of how maybe a previous Kitchen Innovation Award winner has, has had an impact on the industry? Well, I would say induction in general um, mm. has had a real big impact. You know, the, just, you know, it, just about everything seems to be somehow you know, tied in with some induction, you know, and, and this whole electrification of kitchens is a real kind of hot topic with a lot of the design community to, to get rid of fossil fuels and what have you. So we see, a, I saw a lot, of, I don't think we had anybody with induction this year, but in years past, we, we've had a number of them, anywhere from induction, you know, fry pans to induction, uh, you know, uh, uh, steam table pans, yeah, right. you name it, you know, it's, it's out there. So I, I think induction is here to stay. It's, it, that's why maybe we don't see too much of it as far as, a, uh, let's say an innovation, but it is an innovation from five years ago. And yeah. I think you'll see more and more of that as the, as the years go by. The induction is, I mean, I know it's, helped a lot of places uh, with prep, you know, like in, in basements and stuff where they don't have access to a lot of venting and really helped a lot of restaurants here. You know, I'm in New York, so there's not a lot of basement prep space. There's not a lot of prep space in general. So if you can use an induction burner and not have to have a hood and, and that kind of thing, it certainly helped. How about, how about you, Jim? Anything stand out, anything stick in your mind? Um, actually, the last item that I just talked about, the TurboChef, that technology, um, we keep on seeing combis, uh, one of my favorite pieces that came years back is Rationale put the Ivario, which is basically a uh, combi tilt skillet. And it, mm. they build it as a, con a full 
full, you know, like a full tilt skillet base, and then they made one that was split where you can do um, up to four four different items at one time in the unit. And um, I thought that that too is another like a game changer for me. Also, I, I know for doing a lot of catering and a lot of stuff for that with our my current business, uh, having a full stack combi and a, a vario next to it, it can knock out a lot of food. And mm. that's pretty much our standard now going forward in the back of a house. That, nice. You know, it's again, it's production and less people working and not less we work, but the easier work harder, work smarter, not harder. Basically. Yeah. Now I, I know you guys work with a range of different types of concepts and I know that obviously cost of some of this stuff is, mm -hmm. is uh, top of mind for everybody. Are you finding that restaurants and, and these, these larger groups are more open to the conversation, particularly when it comes to like cutting back labor or, you know, trying to really show them how you're going to save them money on consistency and that kind of thing. Cause hey, the restaurant industry, I think we could all agree has not always been known as the most innovative uh, industry, but I think we're kind of at like an inflection point here. Uh, are they, are they really having a more open mind to this stuff? I think so, for sure. Yeah. Uh, because you, know, you just can't find the labor. Yeah. And when you do find it, you know, how best to uh, utilize that labor. Mm. And so if you can have a product that is going to do multiple functions and, you know, you basically, uh, you know, like, you know, they have ovens now that you uh, are, are determining what is going into the product. You know, it used to be, okay, it had a little picture and you push the chicken and you put the chicken in and it cooks for, you know, X minutes. Well, now you put the, uh, a chicken product in, you put a beef product in, and it has the program as far as the AI to determine exactly how to, to do that per your, your program. And, you know, so then the guy that you've hired is over there doing several other things, you yeah. know, and then coming back to the product. So you don't have to sit there and just sitting there, you know, flipping uh, your tongues, uh, uh, waiting for something to be coming out. It tells you when it's coming out. So I think that has a huge impact on, on the labor and efficiencies of our, our kitchens. I agree. What do you think, Jim? Yeah, it's so on my end. Like I said, I work with chefs all day long. So when I bring a brand new piece of equipment, like uh, the Ibex, for example, Vulcan's new Ibex oven, um, we're trying to find solutions. And that's the... You, you have to kind of exp explain them how this piece works and how it's going to benefit it. So if I give an Ibex oven, which I can do 24 salmon fillets in eight minutes, what's that do to your, yeah. your thing? Great. And the, coming out, the quality of food is at a, a, a four-star level. Not like, you know, sometimes people are used to seeing the Murray chef, you know, a turtle yeah. chef or a real quick rapid oven, and they think of that quick heat, reheat. Whereas now the technology has gotten to the point across the board where this food's coming out at a high quality. I mean, the Ibex and the other one is the uh, Naltoshan that has a three-level rapid oven, three mm. or four-level rapid oven. It's the same thing where you're quick. It's like, they, you know, you're, you're cooking food in three three minutes and it's a quarter sheet plant. So, wow. and it's, 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 and I think we'll probably say the same thing. It's just like knowing the equipment and explaining how it can improve to a chef and when they see that they can like oh it makes sense to them you have to kind of it's you know chefs are hands-on so they need yeah. to see it hands-on yeah. i've heard that i've heard that before yeah <laughs> they can be a little picky too i've i've, yeah. I've heard that too is that true yeah <laughs> um yeah so you know we talked a little bit before about sustainability and, and being eco-friendly has 
those two, you know, have those two, I guess, concepts, ideas, have they influenced the criteria for, for the awards this year? And if so, and if they have, how, how so? Uh, this particular year, we didn't have um, that many um, that really spoke to that. I think it was a lot more of a technical nature. Mm. Um, but uh, in, in years past, uh, they definitely have. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's a it's a buzz it's a buzzword, and, and and I know that's important for our industry. There's so many opportunities to you know food waste or um, different types of paper products. But I'm curious, Jim, any, any, do you did you see any of that this year? It we did, but it was not like uh, awardee. They're more like the like as we we talked about earlier is like it's an enhancement on existing equipment. Like there's dishwashers that yeah. are not as you know they're the way they're recycling the water and how the water is going through uh, some detection systems that are on water systems that can detect the leak on your plane mm. and stuff like that. So there's stuff that's like constantly getting enhanced, but I think that's where the innovation on that side is. It's more of enhancement in sustainability and any kind of energy savings or, or energy star type equipment. Yeah. I think too, with the induction cookers, you're going to start seeing more, more technology based around that because that as Dick mentioned earlier that's a huge topic now but i think i got a feeling next year uh we'll probably see a lot more induction um come our way with innovation mm. yeah jim remember last year we had that that entry from a tns that uh, is it was a basically a monitor that you put on the incoming water line yeah. and it could uh -huh. detect you know, if you have a running toilet or, you know, you, you've got a leaky faucet or, or an ice machine that's not uh, basically measuring uh, or it's running uh, the water too long. And it, it can detect the sound vibration of what's being used huh. in that device. So then you can then get an uh, email that, hey, you got a problem. That's, that's a huge savings oh. in uh, water usage, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could just, I know, so we had a, uh, about a 2,500 square foot restaurant um, on the ground floor and our basement was actually the exact same size footprint. And so you guys know, you understand spatial relationships, uh, 2,500 square feet. And we came in one day and there was about three inches of water in the entire basement. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine that had I gotten an email when it was about an inch of water, I would have saved, saved myself a whole lot of headaches. So I can imagine that being something a lot of restaurants would would be interested in, in checking out. Um, it seems though, it's really all about the AI and some of the IoT stuff. We touched on it earlier, but can you guys give me an example of how exactly restaurants are gonna benefit from artificial technology in the back of the house? Well, we had one award this year was pre-taste. Pre I got to see that at NAFM this year. That's the one where your person in the back is prepping food and they can tell you how many, how much food you're putting into your product. So it was like a monitoring station that can monitor all the food that people are prepping mm -hmm. and it limits the waste and, and control portion on all the, on all the food being prepped <sighs> and it's an AI. So it's on, it's a, we have gave it a award this year, awardee this year. Um, and I get to play with it a little at NAFM. I don't know if you did Dick, if you no, no. check that out. So it was, it was very cool. I mean, it's, I was sitting there and I would just cut up onions. It would tell me how many pounds of onions I cut and okay, what product do you want to do? Okay, we're making a salad. Only use 
uh, you know, a quarter of that onion or whatever that weight is, and you put that into the the portion of your salad. So yeah, I got, I think I got it. Right? And stuff like that. It's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. This is it right here, right? That's what you're yes. referring to. Correct. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, this seems. I mean, so how how exactly does does this work? It just it's like an AI system. So it just basically monitors all the food that comes in, and also it tracks your storage. So just say you ordered, you know, you got your crate of lettuce comes in. That's in your system in software, so that when they're taking the lettuce out, they know the portions they have. And it keeps track of all your food. So then, if you're prepping and oh, you're getting low on food, you know, to, in, low on lettuce, you know, to order some or grab some from the from the back. So it's it's yeah. a very good mat. It's a management system. It controls stuff. It was very, I, I said, it's very, very cool. And yeah, it has cameras in the super lane. Doing that live. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. I believe there's like cameras in the ceiling, so yeah. it's watching your your movement. And and Jim alluded to it, but it, it, you know it's tied into your forecasting. Okay, how many cases of lettuce do I need to order? And then okay, when you're getting low, it, it goes ties back into the ordering system, because that's something when we were judging this, we weren't weren't really sure if that uh, how that would tie in. So when we saw how it would tie into your your ordering and inventory system, uh, I think it's a slam dunk for all the judges. Yeah, I'll say. I mean, <laughs> that is. I mean, I'm hearing you guys say it. I'm watching the video, and I'm still like, "This is this real? Like, this is that's." I mean, how many people? I mean, talking to chefs all day long, how much of their headache is around stuff like this, right? Like making sure we're prepped, and oh, we got to prep for a party. Oh, I didn't know we were out of lettuce. Why didn't anybody tell me we were out of lettuce? I would have ordered more yesterday. This that's, seems that's to be a lot of that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rich? I said, that's never happened, has it? <laughs> no, I mean, it's just a rumor at this point. I don't think there's any, there's no verification of that, right, Jim? I don't think we ever really, <laughs> no one's ever really heard those conversations. Uh, maybe not that clean, actually. Um, so given everything that we have here, um, just to kind of put a bow on this, I, from here, it's hard to imagine where we would be. Like, this is the worst AI is ever going to be, right? So where do you foresee a lot of this technology going i mean i know it's hard to let, let's get through this year first right but let's well, i'm curious where you guys see all this technology going like what's the next step here well kyle you, you kind of alluded to it and i was going to bring this up earlier when we we're talking about um, you know, induction but what i really see is that uh, um like in new york you know when i started doing projects in new york the, the kitchens were just unbelievably small <laughs> and so we started really looking at going vertical you know, in the kitchen, you know, having a, a workstation where you could uh, just kind of just stand in one place and do, you know, all your functions at, at uh, the same time. So I think that's where you're going to see a lot of this. And the other side benefit of that is an awful lot of these entries are, uh, you know, don't require exhaust hoods. Mm -hmm. are, are very minimal exhausting. So that's keeping your kitchen a lot cooler. And uh, and so then you have employee satisfaction levels of uh, people are, are just a lot happier working in in a kitchen that's maybe 75, 80 degrees rather than 110. Yeah, yeah right. I've so I there. think that's where it's going to go. Yeah. So it's going to have a lot of infrastructure uh, um, impact, in my opinion. Hmm. I have um, somebody here that says that 
uh, generative AI can provide new menu item recommendations based on historical sales. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty great. I'll give you, so we, uh, we have an autonomous store, which is uh, basically a convenience store for automated, so not, not manned. And that's where that comes into play is you go in, take your stuff, go out and automatically goes to your, you know, your car pays from whatever deducting balance you have. But that there keeps track of all what's being sold, what's not, so that you know that, oh, nobody's buying that gum, you know. Mm. So we're going to pull that. So you're going to start seeing that, I think, even on the food end, what you just mentioned, that that's perfect. Ten, like that pre-taste, that same software probably does the same thing. It's like we still have 98 percent of that onion. How come we don't use that onion? So we need to take that off the menu. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they'll know. They'll, so you're going to see that creep in more and more. Um, I've seen there's. There's tons of AI companies out there, startups. Uh, I think I sent I sent a link to all our judges. We yeah. even though this is a short time for us, but all year long we send emails back and forth of stuff that we've seen that are we're working on, which is pretty neat. Goes back to our geeking out on uh, equipment and cool stuff yeah. that's out there. But does this really work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, really work. It looks good on paper, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> You know, you're going to see, and it's it's hard to predict the future. All we know, it's going to get better, and we're going to see some really cool ideas. Um, like I said, the robotics this year with the robots, the the three we gave three awards this year to to actual robots, fry uh, <laughs> and one coffee, which is just giving you a sense what the next couple of years are going to look like. Uh, wow, we're going to be reviewing. I'm looking forward to seeing the robots walk on stage and get their awards. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, I mean, I, for one, am am super excited. This is um, May 20th to the 23rd in Chicago, the National Restaurant Association show, the Kitchen Innovation Awards 2023. Guys, any final words here before we sign off? Yeah, you know, I guess for the people tuning in, um, there is a whole back section to, I, I, I don't know, I'm not sure which hall it is, but is it the South Hall, Jim? It's the main oh. hall. It's, it's the um, main hall, so I don't know what they consider that. Yeah, it's the main hall, but basically at the back of the main hall, they'll have all the, the KI winners hmm. all back there in the back. So you don't have to go back to run the entire floor to try to find you know, what, we're, what we've been talking about. So they'll all be there. They'll all have representatives there that you can speak to about that particular innovation, uh, which, which is good. And then and Jim and I are, uh, we're gonna be on a panel discussion talking about this. At, I think it's a Saturday afternoon, Jim, yes. is that what it is? Yeah. Four o'clock, I believe. So, yeah, so. Uh, Perfect. So I think that's, that's a good place to start. And what's really kind of cool about it, it's also a good place to meet people because mm. there's a lot of lounge chairs around and what have you. So yeah. it's a great place. Oh, I'll meet you back at KI and yeah. start from there. And you'll probably see us floating around there a lot because we'll be testing all this equipment and <laughs> <laughs> playing with this stuff. Um, and also, too, we also ask them, okay, this is cool. What's your next? What do you got coming up next? That's yeah. yeah. What, else what else you got? Yeah. Yeah. What else you got? What you got coming next year? Yeah. Now? What's behind the curtain over there? Yeah. yeah I mean, I got to imagine it's going to be a busy section over there. And I, you know, I've I've often I, I spoke with this about the team prior to this is, uh, you know, a lot of times this show can be a little overwhelming if you don't if you, I've I've equated to like Disney. If you try to tackle all of Disney in one day, you're going to be freaking exhausted. You're not going to be able to really enjoy anything. 
but I would encourage you guys as you plan for this. And I know it's, it's a lot of, um, it takes a lot to budget your time to get out of here, particularly for the smaller independent operators to get out and, and make these shows. So if you've done that, optimize your time. And I think you should carve out a significant portion of your time to spend over uh, at the technology and, and the kitchen innovation area, because you guys are all complaining about can't find anybody to work can complaining about cost savings and these are the two things that they're tackling so uh makes sense that that you would be there so may 20th to the 23rd chicago illinois guys i will definitely see you there thank you so much for uh coming on the show sharing you some time with us and um i look forward to learning a little bit more about what's going on yeah again thanks for having us yeah, absolutely thank this is awesome